It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. First, I want to thank each one of our listeners who have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the recording on the podcast. I am just so very grateful for each and every one of you. And you are all in for a very special show today, as I have with me my returning diva, Deb Matlock, and her and I are going to chat about wild nurture of love. Oh, man, is this going to be exciting. Deb, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. I am Deb Matlock, coming to you from Colorado in the USA and I have a small business called Wild Rhythms where my focus of all the work that I do is on nurturing the deep and sacred connection between people, the earth, the animals, and the world of spirit. And I do that through individual work and group workshops and retreats and also professional practitioner trainings for folks who want to integrate um, deep and sacred nature connection into the work they offer their own clients. So, And I cannot be more excited about this topic than I am. What a beautiful, beautiful topic. Especially for Valentine's Day week. Well, I agree with you, too. I think it is just so fitting because it's Valentine's, and just exactly what you said you're doing is nurturing people and to get into the nature and the spiritual and just all about it, all about the wild. And So what what a topic that just fits into what you are doing on a daily basis. So I am just so excited to chat about this wild nurture of love because I this morning just for an example I was out feeding the horses and the animals and it's just a gorgeous morning and I thought the birds the birds were just singing just absolutely beautiful and they're vibrant colors my red birds which I talk about all the time I just love them they were singing so beautiful and the other birds and then a flock of geese flew over and they were singing and I'm like they're just nurturing my soul with their beautiful music and their beauty that is surrounding me just just the birds alone let alone the sunshine and everything else that was just nurturing my soul to get me going for the day, get me excited, and I could just hear him say it's going to be a magical day. So that is one thing that came to my mind right away this morning when I went out and I thought about our topic about wild nurture of love, of how they are just nurturing me with their love and sharing what they have to give to me. And I I was just overwhelmed. I thought it was just beautiful. (laughs) Oh, and I love that example because that feels like such a perfect um, reminder that this wild love, this this wild nurturing of love is everywhere. I mean, you know, and, and we can receive it, like as you described with these beautiful birds sharing, you know, and they're doing their thing and, and what it does to your heart, you know, that's such a beautiful 
testament to like the openness of the heart. You know, if we open our hearts and we're we're available to feel that kind of inspiration, that kind of nurturing, you know, then it's like what can it do in our spirits and our souls that that would be more difficult if our hearts were closed, you know? And then and what does it inspire us to do? What does it inspire us to return in that nurturing love kind of energy uh to the world around us? I mean it's just it's like the perfect the perfect point of connection that can cross species mm-hmm. boundaries, it can cross cultural boundaries, it can cross geographic boundaries. I mean it's like it's such a universal I think. Oh yes. Yes. It always brings me back to it's just the full full circle, our full web of life of how if we open up our hearts, like you said, and just listen and hear the beauty that is all around us and see it, and the sun, the sunrise, I thought, too, this morning, it's sharing its love with me because that big big sun was just coming up so bright and beautiful this morning, and the ground was kind of frosty, and it just gave kind of a glitter to the whole world. And it was it was just beautiful. And if we just open our hearts and our minds and take that moment, live in that present moment when you hear those birds singing or you see that sunrise. Just take take a moment and just enjoy it and open up your heart to, to feel it and let it come in. And it is amazing what it will do for your soul and your spirit, your attitude, everything. It's a beautiful way to... Uh, start your day or to maybe if you're having having a day and you're going oh man what's this just isn't the best today and just walk outside even just take a breath of fresh air and let the air nurture your body and replenish it with some fresh air so just some ideas that come to my mind when I think about ways that we are being nurtured through nature and that we can pass it on because of the way it makes us feel on the inside. Oh, and I love what you said about the the glitter, the sparkly glitter, kind of sharing that with the world, you know, and I think um, when you said that, it kind of just hit me, you know, that, that it's, it is everywhere. You know, we don't actually need the little plastic flecks of glitter. Like we, the glitter is there. It's, it's in the bird song. It's in the, the stars flickering at night. You know, it's in the, the sun reflecting off the snow, which here in Colorado there are certain days where it's just, it looks like there's glitter all over the snow, you know, the way the, mm-hmm. the sun is filtering. And, and yeah, and, and that allowing our, our bodies, our souls, our minds, our hearts to, to feel that, one of the things that that often does for me is it's not only is it beautiful and inspiring and, you know, something that I appreciate and it, it makes me, you know, it often makes me pause, though, and think about, you know, this bigger, amazing mystery that we all live within and, you know, how on the how this world got to be so beautiful and, and how I got to be fortunate enough to be standing here right now and being part of it, you know, and it just, it's like it it's one of those things that can sort of, move me very easily into those bigger questions of of life and mystery and and meaning and and that i think the the wild nurturing love i think that that also really firmly lives in that place when we're asking those larger questions of ourselves and and what we're what we're doing here and what what can we contribute you know when we let that that love um guide us and and be that underpinning of everything I mean, oh my gosh, what a what a world we're talking about here, right? What a world. Oh, oh, I just love that. How how if we just let love, love let love shine out of you. Let that 
the love that you're feeling from nature and from around you. Just let that shine. And what a beautiful world it would be to spread that kind of love throughout the world. And to me, love can be spread through a smile, a text message, an act of kindness, of just acknowledging someone maybe when you're passing them or in the door when you see someone's having a bad day or just saying, just giving them a compliment. Well, yeah, you are busy. You're doing a great job or just something small like that to me is even ways of sharing our love by showing our kindness and our compassion to to other people, to the animals, to everything. It's it's a full circle of how that love just goes around then and it it's amazing what a, how you can make someone smile just by sharing a act of kindness through love because to me that's what it is you're you're opening up your heart with love to share that act of kindness or compassion to someone else oh i think that's exactly it i think and i love you know you bringing up the idea of kindness cuz i feel like kindness is love in action you know i know we've talked in previous shows about hope and what active hope looks like and i think i think active love is that kindness and that compassion and that you know, making ourselves available to that larger mystery of where can we con- contribute some of that glitter, like you brought up. You know, where can we where can we bring some of that? And it makes me think of my grandmother Catherine. And I remember one time I was a little girl, and uh, we were in line at, at a grocery store, and the the woman who was checking us out, I remember her. She just looked very sad. She had some very heavy energy. You know, who knows what was going on in her life, but. She had this beautiful name. I can't remember the name offhand, but it was something unique. And I remember my grandmother got up there and looked at her, looked at her name tag and said, oh, my goodness, I love your name. It is just so beautiful. And Mm -hmm. the woman checking us out, she just lit up and smiled, and and it was like this lightness. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, thank you so much. It was my grandmother's name. And it was like a, a, a few-second interchange, you know. And I remember I was probably eight, I don't know. I learned so much in that moment from the example that my grandmother shared. of just a moment of kindness. And when I when we walked out, I said, I asked her because I was curious about it. I said, why did you tell her her name was pretty? And my grandmother mm-hmm. said, well, because it made her heart happy. Aww. And I, I'll never forget that, you know. It was, it was love in action, you know. It was moving it into that uh-huh. kindness place like you're talking about and... And that's what we can all do all the time. I mean, there's so many opportunities if we just let ourselves look. You know, where can we yes. put our love into action? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I love that. That kindness can be an active, active love. And like your grandmother said, it made her heart happy. Oh, my goodness. And what what a joy that is when you feel that little bit of happiness in your heart. And you take that moment and like your grandmother took that moment to recognize her name on her name tag, which so many times we're so busy in our own little world that we don't even see things, little things like that. And it, it always comes back to me of what my horses have taught me so much is live in the present moment. And that, to me, is a prime example of living in the present moment by noticing her name taking that moment to share what a beautiful name 
and what an act of love that was. She she spread glitter into that woman's life on that day. And I'll, oh, I just I think that's beautiful. Yeah, and I, I love, you know, you brought up examples about, like, text messages and, and emails, and there's certain things that we all do mm-hmm. so much of each day. And, mm-hmm. you know, how can we add one line or a, a, an emoji, or what can we add to some of those things to just up the possibility that somebody will receive it with a sense of, of that love um, in whatever way, you know. Um, and, and I think love is one of those things um, that is it's a part of our wildness. It's a part of that deeply natural part of ourselves that just it's 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 what propels us it's what makes us tick you know the things that we love the the people the animals the places the the interests that we have you know somebody who loves certain activities needlepoint or playing tennis or whatever it is you know these are parts of our soul uh, kind of coming forward to be expressed in our earth life and I think that that is it's such a powerful thing. I've often thought if we all listen to our hearts and let our hearts guide us, you know, what would our lives look like? What would the world look like if we were just really letting ourselves operate from that place? Oh, I love that because I've always thought if we, if we always went inside and let our hearts guide us, what a beautiful world this would be because it would just, it would be filled with that love because I feel that love generates from the heart because just like the birds doing their singing, it it sounds like they're singing from deep down in their hearts and they're spreading their love and their kindness throughout the world in the way that they know how because that's their unique gift that they have been given to be able to do and they're spreading it from their heart. So, oh, I love that. As hearts guide us, I totally feel the world would be filled with love. Oh, my goodness. That is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, it's interesting because one of the things I've, I've observed over the years is almost, in some cases, a fear of the power of love. Mm-hmm. And yet, also, there's a fierceness to it, you know. I mean, we've seen people where they're trying to save the lives of a loved one or they're they're doing, you know, amazing heroic things, Um you know, like there was recently a story here in Colorado of an avalanche and a father and a son were skiing and the son went into a a pile of snow and the father got him out and made it in time. And, um, you know, you know there had to be love fueling that intense activity. And also, so the power is pretty obvious, right? But then there's also this fear of what if I follow these, these impulses? What if I follow my heart's truest callings and wisdoms? What if I let love guide me? Oh, my gosh. Is that going to mean that this part of my life has to be different or that or or whatever it is? You know, it's like I think part of, of that nurturing of that wild love is is um, letting ourselves have the courage to know that it is a powerful and fierce force. And it's also, we can also go there. We can also be with it. We can dance with it. We don't have to be afraid of it. You know, and, and letting our hearts love deeply also means we're letting ourselves grieve deeply at some point, you know, but but knowing that we can... We can do that. You know, we can fall in love with that tree, that place, the birds, the ocean, you know, people, and we can know that there, there's going to be loss and that, and all of that goes in it, but it doesn't mean that that love doesn't have value and purpose in them, you know, as it is. Exactly, because like you said, yeah, there's going to be loss and yes, we're going to grieve, but the love that you shared with that animal, that person, 
the times you made them smile, the memories that you have, that is what is, to me, the treasures that mean so much. Because you you lightened their day and they lightened your day also just by sharing that powerful love. Where if you if you would have never let that love guide you and never shown that love, they would have never experienced it from you and you would have never experienced it back from them. And same with an animal. I mean, there's, they give so much unconditional love and you have to open your heart and let that powerful love, yes, there there comes a time i have a one of my dogs right now is 16 years old and yeah it it will it will put a hole in my heart when she's gone but i have all those beautiful memories of the love that her and i have shared together because i was willing to give that love and let love guide us with each other and just grow together and it's it's beautiful it is just beautiful it's it it's it's almost hard to put into words the way that powerful love works when you just let it shine from your heart and let your heart guide you and let love guide you from there. It's it's an absolutely beautiful world is what it is. Well, and and I love you, you bring up this point about how it's hard to put into words, and I think that is such an important part about the universal essence of this wild love. and And it's like... We don't have to put it into words because it will, you know, we can cross language boundaries and species boundaries and, you know, it, it exists there and it, it's like, um, yeah, because I can't put it into words either, you know, but I do know that I've been in, in places with people who speak a different language and we've had very deep connections and, you know, lost in an airport <laughs> together or something, you know, where there's this humanness and there's this, let's help each other out, even though we, we can maybe speak two words, you know, we're like pointing at the map. And and with all the animals and, and I know that I've had in my life where it, these are the deepest, most intimate relationships that I've had. Mm-hmm. And we don't speak mm-hmm. the same actual, you know, verbal language, you know, but it's almost like there isn't a need for that in some cases because there's so many other ways we can connect and communicate and share love and and really show up for that. That's, I think a lot of people, um, you know, I hear a lot, especially in like scientific circles about anthropomorphizing, you know, putting human emotions on non-human beings. And I think that, you know, we, we, we need to honor all the beings for the way they are in the world. But I think there are some emotional connections that are absolutely similar. And, and we share across species lines, I mean, no question in my mind that love is one of those. You know, I absolutely know that with every core of my being. I mean, life has taught me that. And so when I hear people saying, well, you can't put human emotions on a dog, it's like, well, maybe they're not only human emotions. Maybe let's go back a few steps. Maybe these are universal experiences, you know, love and fear and grief and happiness and all of these things. And with love being, I mean, it it only makes sense to me that that would exist all over the place in the world. Oh, yes. Oh, I, I totally agree with you. It love, love is universal, whether it's with the animals, whether it's in an, in another country where you speak totally different languages. To me, love is the universal. Universal language is almost what I would call it because my animals know that love. They feel that love. No, they don't speak the verbal words that are coming from my mouth, but they speak their love in a different way. 
And when you open your minds and your hearts and your soul to to see how they're sharing that love, it's it's just incredible because I can read it a lot through my animals through their eyes. Their eyes just shine with that love. Or the way, like yesterday, my one of my horses, he was just giving me kisses. And that's his way of showing his love to me. And this morning, my dog, she he wanted attention right there. It was his way of being right beside me and showing me his love. He didn't have to speak it. He No words needed to be said at that point because I, I can feel that love. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that that's where, you know, for all of us, like navigating through <laughs> the days of our lives, you know, I think that's the a powerful piece of it is that, you know, love has so many languages and they're not all verbal, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and it it means we don't have to try to interpret it. We don't have to make it make sense even into our rational minds. We can let things be how they feel, you know, like I'm, I'm like your dog, you know, giving you love, your horse giving you kisses, you know, you didn't have to sit there and rationalize away what that actually meant. You could just feel it. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna give you some love back. Let me, let me, let me give you some love back in my way. You know, yeah. like, you know, I have a cat that likes to groom my eyebrows. I'm probably not gonna groom his eyebrows with my tongue, but I can certainly return the love, you know, in a different way. <laughs> but boy, do I have nicely groomed eyebrows that you should see them, you know. <laughs> That's how your kitty's showing her love to you. I love it. Exactly. It's just like I gotta keep my person's eyebrows all lined up, you know. But it's so sweet, and I can just feel the purring and the affection, you know, and and mm-hmm. we've been doing this for years, and, you know, it seems to work just fine that I don't uh-huh. return it exactly the same way, you know. <laughs> oh, but that is just beautiful because the kitty feels that love, too, because you're letting her express that. You're receiving her love. And my horses have said, too, you – is. There's as much in giving, and then you have to receive back. So you're receiving that love, and that's what's making her love it too because she knows that you're receiving her love and you're giving it back in different ways too. So it's all the giving and receiving, and, oh, it's it's just beautiful. It goes all back to that full circle web once again of how it all all just intertwines together, be it, the animals and the humans and nature, everything, the wild, all of it, just like the birds. Yes, I can't, I don't hold them in my hands and pet them and love on them like I do my dogs and my horses, but they know I love them because I'm telling them too and my heart is going out because I'm enjoying their music so much. So it's just showing love to each other in so many different ways. Yeah, and I think that that even gets into the interesting realms of of energetic exchange, mm-hmm. you know, the things that we can't see and and you know, just the feelings of of sharing with each other through through energy or from images in our minds or some of the ways that that you know, interspecies communication and connection can happen. I mean, I I I know I've had experiences where I've I felt somebody staring at me or something like that, and I turn around and there's a person staring at me. You know, so what what does it do if we let our love go out like that? You know, we send that mm-hmm. love energy out there, you know? I mean, I, I feel like there's such a such truth and power in that, and I think that that's where, 
you know, I often will do that with, with people if they're at a distance or, or if somebody's, you know, nursing a sick animal. I'll just try to, in my mind, imagine sending love to the situation. There's nothing else I can do. If I was there and I could do something tangibly, of course I would, you know. I'm not going to... I'm not going to only send love to my dog when my dog also needs veterinary care, right? But I'm going to do veterinary mm-hmm. care and love, you know. And and I've, I have animals in surgery where I'm, I'm holding in my heart all day long and trying to feel my heart connecting to theirs, you know, while they're at the clinic having whatever treatment. And I think that there's some real power there. And I think when we start to feel, like, what's the worst that can happen if we play around with that? Like, what's the worst that can happen? We send some love energy out and nobody feels it. I mean, like, there's not really a, a risk here, you know? It's, it's um, Let's play with it. Let's see what happens. You know, let's see how it feels to us. Let's see how the world around us feels, you know? I think that's it's kind of cool and fun, actually. <laughs> oh, oh, I so agree with you. I just love that sending love energy because we all have friends that live miles away where we cannot be with them maybe in when something is happening or we'd like to be there or we're just thinking about them even just a thought and just send that love energy to them or send that love energy when you send that text or email and to me it means so much more and like you said it's not going to hurt anything it's only going to be of a benefit because you all you're doing is sharing that love energy with someone else and I love that. I absolutely love that because that's, I agree with you so much because I do that a lot, especially on distant friends or even close friends where I'm not going to be able to see them. I just send my love out to them or I'll send them a short text message. Have a magical day. We're sending it with love and hugs. And just just little things like that are so powerful in this world that when you stop and think about it, it is just amazing what it can do for others. Yeah, and I think that that's where, you know, feeling empowered about the mm-hmm. value and the the worth of us all sharing our hearts and sharing our love and knowing that, you know, the the world needs every bit of it in whatever way yes. we're feeling called and inspired to to share it, you know, I think that's mm-hmm. the, the piece is, is just to not sit there and say, oh, well, it doesn't matter because this is overwhelming or that's overwhelming or I can't fix everything with this, you know, just a little heart. Well, you know, if everybody was focusing that way and if we're letting yeah. our love move our actions, I mean, maybe it really can. I mean, you know, I, it was interesting. As a teenager, I used to be very idyllic and I, I thought this. And then I went through my 20s and 30s and, and into my 40s, and I thought, okay, I was a little more cynical, a little more, you know, and now into my 50s, I say, wait a minute, that's actually exactly right. I mean, if our love fuels everything, and we let it really fuel our, our movements, actions, and just what we do day to day, I really do think it is one of the most powerful forces around, yes. without question. Oh, I do too. I totally agree, Deb. Oh, I love it. Deb, this has gone so quickly. I feel like we've talked about five minutes and we're coming to the close (laughs) of our show. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. We will have to do a sequel to this Wild Nurture of Love because there is so much to talk about in it. It is, I I have so enjoyed this. This has just been awesome. And, Deb, can you please tell our listeners how they, the best way to connect with you when they hear this and they say, 
I want to learn more about what Deb is doing and get more involved. Can you please tell, share with our listeners the best way to connect with you? Absolutely. I would love to connect. I have a website, wild-rhythms.com, and from there you can find your way to all my social media or my um, newsletter and my email address is a contact form, so I would very welcome, very much welcome um, connecting and chatting further with, with your listeners. And it's such an honor to be part of this and be on your show, and I so love talking with you too. It, it did go very fast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. Oh, Deb, well, thank you so much. And uh, you have an absolutely magical day because I know you will let your love guide you. So you have a wonderful day, girl. You too. (laughs) Thank you so much. And I would also like to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned into this show with our absolutely amazing diva, Deb Matlock. Be sure and share it with all your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. And tune in next month where Deb will be back and we'll be chatting more and sharing more about the wild wildness inside of us and the wildness of nature and how it all intertwines and webs together. Remember, have a magical day. Let love guide you. Love move your actions. And in that, be kind to all. Give your animals a hug and share your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyle, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.